Vader song and I was gonna pick that. <laughs> it's a good tune. It is. <clears throat> I played I played that in my last live set that I uh that I played there at Halloween and it was he's really good, man. Like his new EP is unreal. Yeah, I, I think I just kind of recently came across him. But uh, I'm liking everything that he's putting out so far. Yeah, I only had like a, f- a few of his songs probably. And then he's put, out, he's put out a lot of music recently too. Yeah, I haven't really dug down the old SoundCloud thing. I've been pretty busy lately, but seems to be a lot of good music. Uh, a lot of people are showing me a bunch of cool stuff and sending new stuff every day. So it's good. Yeah, I, I haven't been like the past couple of weeks either at all. I've just had like no motivation to even listen to it after partying for two days straight. Yeah, just trying to gain back some serotonin. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, and I played late both nights too, so I was trying to behave myself, but no, I was just wasted up there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, I guess to properly start this out here, uh, the guest today on the base cast is a friend of mine named Hunter, who goes by the name Hunty. And How's it going? <laughs> it's going, bro. Um. Besides like the one show that we did, you know, we haven't really ever hung out or talked or anything like that. Um, just to set this all off, like, I'm kind of curious to know, like, how did you get into dubstep and bass music in general? Like, when did it all start for you? Like 2018, pro- well, I listened to like some stuff like early on, like all the Skrillex and all, when it all came out when I was really young, but like actually going to shows and stuff like 2018 when I moved back from BC and uh then i my buddy was just told me we we're going chasing summer which is in calgary yep and um so we went to that and i didn't really like hear dubstep or go to the base stage much it was just the main stage stuff and then i went and seen like slander and it was wave dash and tizoki played and it, i was just in love with it yeah, just mind blown instantly yeah and then like three months after or whatever i just started djing hell yeah dude yeah the like that one time we hung out at that party out in Lloyd Minister. It was so funny, like how I ca- how I came to like know who you were because uh, like the day before I was super haggard uh, the day that you played there during the daytime. But so uh, I was just trying to like rest up a little bit because I was going to be playing fairly late, which I uh, ended up all changing in the end. But <clears throat> originally I was supposed to play really late, so I wanted to get some rest, and uh, I didn't end up bringing my mixer out to that show because Zach said that he had a. Uh, uh, some sort of pioneer mixer that I could just mix on. And I've used that kind of rig before. So I figured, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll just do that. So I went into the, into Ryan's house just to kind of familiarize myself how to play on that mixer again, because I just didn't want to go into it blind. And uh, the guy that played before you, I can't remember his name, but he was playing, like he opened up the day just playing like groovy house music and stuff like that. And it was nice and fun and chill. And then uh, right as he had like 10 minutes left, I went up to the house and set up and then, 10 minutes go by and I just hear aggressively loud smashing dubstep. And I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? And it was you up on stage. You just came in hot as shit and just started throwing down and no one was ready for it. Cause all those people out there, you know, they're country folk. They're just going out to this festival to support their friends that threw it. There's like five of them that actually like bass music in general. Right. But dude, when I heard that, I just came running out of the house and just fucking started losing my shit along with everyone else. And, it was just so cool to see some heavy dubstep during the daytime. Cause that's not something that you rarely you ever see at a big festival. Right. So not saying that uh, the festival we were at was big, big size, like, all of this. big sound system for sure. Like aggressively big sound system, but like 50 people and like all 50 people just going absolutely ham. 
during the daytime to dubstep. It was fucking sick, man. So I'll always remember that as a really cool moment in life. Yeah, that was that was a fun weekend or fun, I guess, night one night. Mm-hmm. But this summer or the summer because of COVID, we threw something together just out in some guy's farmland, just out here and like by White Court. I seen some of the videos and pictures you posted up. It looked pretty sweet. Was it in like yeah. a, it was in a farm? I thought it was in like a big wedding tent when I seen the photos originally. Well, well that's that's where our like stage was, right? It, we, and we just used a trailer like you tow behind a truck oh, as wow. our stage and set <laughs> up that awesome. tent and. It had me got, I don't even know how many subs or how many 15 inch subs we rented from Long and McQuaid, but people were complaining that lived like five kilometers away from there. <laughs> That's awesome. And we did that for two days and it was similar vibes, man. It was an awesome, awesome time. And then we just did the Halloween thing, which was similar, but we can only have 50 people at these events because of, you know, COVID, right? So next summer when we get, when things open back up, we'll be able to throw really big events and... <laughs> If they open back up, well, fucking make yeah. sure you hit me out. I'd love to come out and shred with you guys because that'd be fucking wild. Absolutely, man. Like, you know, the guy that actually opened up at Nelson Beach Party that you were talking about there, his name's Reagan. And he came and did uh, all of our lighting for us at the Halloween event. And he, like, controlled it manually. And we had, like, eight eight or nine lasers or something like that and a whole bunch of movers. And, and we were just inside of this old abandoned cafe. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It was wild, man. Yeah, I follow uh, your girl Kate on Instagram, and I remember that like the day after it happened, she posted so many videos of you just tearing shit up, and I was like, "Fucking bad boy!" <laughs> I was very proud. Oh, it's exciting! Yeah, it's a, basically my two of my friends started up like a little events company. I guess I don't, I would, I don't know what else to call it. Like, and they're gonna take on like well, me and another buddy who produces, and a couple other guys. We're just gonna try and get our get our names out there as like we can throw events and throw you know, real fun parties and stuff. And it's hard to build a following when you can't have anything huge. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just, same thing out here. Like there's been a few Bush parties out here and yeah, same deal. Right. Small parties, no, but definitely gaining like uh, a few new fans just through those. So it's no, I've so. definitely seen yeah your videos on Instagram. So those parties you're going to look fun as hell too, <laughs> Dude, man. Like you got to make it out for one next summer. Cause fuck. Yeah. The one in particular was just insane absolutely i'm down you just say the word and i'll come throw down fuck yeah dude well let's jump into a song here do you want to play one of yours first sure give her uh i'm gonna go play that perry wayne song perry wayne Oh, 
fucking banging. God I damn. love that song. No shit. Do you fuck with any other genres or are you mainly a dubstep guy? Well, uh, I do have like a set that I've prepared and it's it's got a lot of bass, house and drum and bass and a lot of mid-tempo stuff. Like I don't play a lot of it, but I'm trying to get more, a lot more bass, house and drum and bass in my, in my roster here. I want to put a couple mixes out that are just that. Cause yeah, every I think the majority of stuff I've heard from you has just been like nothing but savage dubstep like that. Which don't get me wrong, I fucking love, but a little bit of variety, yeah, is always really good too. It's right? it's good, yeah. That friend Balaw is is that thing because we couldn't go to Shambhala, right? So we call it friend Balaw, that thing in the summer. So that I actually played that set and I have it recorded on my SoundCloud as well. Nice. And it's the uh, Saturday set. It's the second one, and yeah, I love that set. It's I put a lot of time into that one more than anything because it's not is easy to mix and make sound good right or pick the right songs yeah yeah i know all of your mixes that i've checked out so far they've just been nothing but pure flame so you keep doing what you're doing because it's good shit oh yeah thanks man i appreciate that but yeah, yeah I, like i love mixing and stuff but now i'm trying to get into that producing space more i've been bugging you about that every now and then keep sending Holy you things like when are you gonna buy it just commit just go I, I bought it like a couple months ago but i haven't even like been serious about it until recently and actually been watching tutorials and stuff yeah i can send you some really good uh some videos that you should definitely check out to learn some essentials because uh the way i've kind of uh describe it to other people that are kind of getting into it because I started back in January knowing very, very little, but then the whole COVID thing happened. So I had a lot of time. And even before the COVID thing happened at, uh, at work on my breaks, like I was just watching YouTube tutorials nonstop. So I picked up a lot of information really fast and, but it's still like, it's kind of like rock climbing in a way up a steep ass cliff with no fucking gear on, you know, you can get started oh. into it. And then all of a sudden you're at one point and it's just so overwhelming and so much. And, you might tell yourself like, fuck, like this is just too much. Like I can't fucking do it. But if you just get over that first hurdle, learn the essentials, it kind of gets a little bit easier after that. No, absolutely, man. Like, I just need something. I just want to make something that's playable, you know, like the bootleg edit type thing, getting into that space. And well, I, I'm also hopeful. I just want to move back to like Edmonton right away too. And my buddy who lives there, he produces. And, yeah, de like, it his... definitely, definitely helps to have people teach you in person that know what they're doing kind of like i can i can only give many so many thanks to spencer and zach you know if it wasn't for them there's no way i'd be making what i'm making right now no absolutely and it's it's so much better when you have that help in person i find more than anything like if you get like a, a lesson on you know zoom or online it's the same as watching a youtube tutorial almost yeah i mean it's more tailored to what you're doing that's nice but yeah, Once I'm I, there and actually with him, because me and him plan on moving together soon and being like a duo instead of separate acts. He's got the producing know-how and I've got more than like, you know, the DJ know-how and we'll, we'll get on the same levels of each soon enough if we just put in the time and work. Right. But it's way easier if you're together. Yeah, of course. Um, fuck yeah, dude. Um, I'm going to jump into another one here. I'm going to play phase one's new tune, inevitable outcome. Oh, love it. I uh, I heard this song played at one of those parties I was at this summer, and I didn't even realize it was Phase One song at the time, but I just remember thinking, like, holy fuck, like, this song is absolutely mental. So I've never been waiting. I waited so long for this one to come out, man, and the bass is so heavy. It's mm -hmm. gonna, Yeah, I it's remember, gonna, yeah, seeing it in some old live sets of his, and it's just like, what the fuck is that? But yeah, this is instant it. Instant Inevitable outcome. Let's go.
song that cool one day daddy that's a hot one that is a hot one i fucking love that i played that as well i made well i made an edit actually with that song and it was like that blood on me tune that slander oh yeah and sudden death tune yeah yeah i made an edit out of the two of those and fuck i just love it because yeah you don't see it coming i think it was uh like that party i said i heard this at some guy double dropped it It was that song and like a code pandorum song as well that was really punchy and together it was just fucking monstrous well well, i think tomorrow i'm gonna record my set from that rave to the grave party and i'm gonna post i have i double dropped it as well i'll have to give her a listen man it's monstrous hell yeah I miss the bass. I need a big <laughs> need a big event, but it doesn't look like it's gonna go that way for New Year's. Yeah, no, probably not. Really probably not for the probably not for the rest of the year, to be honest. No. I don't know. The world's fucked right now, but Oh, is it ever? Oh yeah. uh, enough I'm of just that. Happy. I'm just happy my little small town is nestled and somewhat protected. Yeah, and you can still have relative um, a good amount of I, fun. I, I don't have to wear a mask when I go to the grocery store, so I'm happy here type of thing. Like, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to argue if I have to, but I mean, it's nice to not have to. <laughs> yeah. Same kind of boat where I'm at right now. I'm just in Christina Lake in BC, which is just a small town, especially in the winter. Like, there's no one here in the wintertime, maybe 500 people, and that's probably pushing it. Oh, well, I lived in Kelowna as well. There's nobody there in the winter. It's like a ghost town compared to what it is in the summer. <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah dude but it's nice it's nice and quiet you get time yeah Mm -hmm. space yeah there was one new year's here once upon a time where we rented some pk and just threw an absolute rager in this house and had it blasting too and the you know the like five neighbors down to the left are all gone for the winter time and then the people that live way off to the right they're like 90 years old and can't hear anything anyway so it worked out perfect <laughs> before before we did this rave to the grave like we rented those subs for a month and I th- we had like four dual 12s like two dual 15 bins and a couple <sighs> big pa speakers and my buddy charlie just has this like a trailer he just lives in the trailer park downtown Whitecourt, and we're blasting speakers. And there's <laughs> posts on the Facebook, like the rant and rave, and because we had all the like the blinds closed and everything, you couldn't see the lights. You couldn't even tell which 
trailer it was from like nobody had it figured out it was so <laughs> funny until like the last night that we were playing someone was banging on his door that's awesome let's turn it off <laughs> see how far we could take it <laughs> fuck that's hilarious let's jump into another one of your bangers here which one do you want to play oh man i gotta pick the bad clap tune he's one of my favorite producers I, i'm so stoked for his upcoming ep like he just announced it today um bad clap rave dash <laughs> he's a monster he's got a few really good tunes out oh he's got some classics like head crush and um just blaze it are like two of my all-time favorite dub set mm-hmm. tunes i just i wish i could see him live as soon as all of this is over i hope he gets a visa and can come over here mm-hmm. he's had so many problems with visas and them getting canceled or whatever like every time you're supposed to play in the states even yeah in the past couple of years i've noticed that's shitty uh, the way she goes, I guess. Yes. I'm gonna hop into 
Yeah, I'm going to hop into uh, another tune right quick here. This one is, you know this one. We talked about it before here. Invaders, Gabzi's oh. Revenge. And we were saying before how Invaders is kind of just like exploding right now. He's putting out such fucking good tunes right now. He's putting out so much as well, like a crazy amount of music. I'm not sure where he's from. It's somewhere in like, like Scandinavia or something like that. But it seems like... Those Eastern European guys are putting out monstrous dubstep tunes lately. Some of the producers that are coming out of there are just crazy now. So yeah, let's jump right into this one. This one's called Gabsy's Revenge by Invaders. second drop so fucking cool man oh it's so good yeah he's it's, it's just such it's so just the contrast between the two mm -hmm. it's so nice yeah yeah fuck if you were if you if and when you learn how to make music is that kind of the style of dubstep you would like to get into is that kind of weird cool new age both wobbly yeah. shit like that mix, but like it would be sick to learn how to make melodic stuff, but I know that's tough. I've never, yeah, I've never kind of gone down that route. I want to, I, I did order like a MIDI keyboard and stuff like that, but I got to wait till like Christmas time before it comes in, which really blows because it was on back order. Oh yeah. But the sale was good. So 
Nice. So that's really exciting. Yeah, dude. When you eventually kind of pick up the pace on that, like I'd be down to do a little Zoom call like this, but just share my screen and go over some essentials in Ableton. I've done that with a few people now before. So absolutely. That would be unreal. Yeah, because I like we were talking about before, if you have somebody that just kind of knows their way around the program instead of watching tutorials and trying to follow along with that, like fuck it. It makes picking everything up so goddamn quick. Just show me right there like what I did wrong or a quick way or whatever, like rewinding a video and switching screens to go back and watch it. That's frustrating as hell, man. Yeah, dude. Trust me. I know I've I've spent days, hours, hours doing that. You got like a desktop computer upstairs, so I just sit there and do it. So it's a little less shit, but it's still not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you just have someone show like like it was I was talking about before, like if you can just get if you can understand the fundamentals. You can start making relatively cool shit pretty quick. It's just yeah. learning all the essentials right away. And the sound design thing, like I need to, you know, get serum and, you know, just take the, you know, the plunge on buying a whole bunch of shit. But it's ex- it's an expensive hobby to get into, man. Yeah, just Ableton. Well, it depends what version of Ableton you want. If you want to get all the features, the studio oh, version is like seven hundred bucks, right? So. I, I got sweet, and it, you know, it's like nine hundred bucks regular, but I got the student. I got it for the student price. Oh yeah, nice. So it was like five fifty or something like that. So it wasn't bad, but I mean, still, that's a lot of fucking money when you're not working. Oh yeah, and on <laughs> top of that too, if you want to get Serum, like you can learn operator stuff, but you know, Serum's just so sweet to use. That's another yeah. dollars, and then every other VST that you want to get and not pirate, you know. It's like thanks, like I guess thanks, like JT for buying my uh, for buying Ableton for me, but I'm not getting no Serb check no more. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to get a fucking job so I can get get on it a little harder. But like I said, it's an expensive hobby. Yeah, but do trust me when you get into it, like it's because I did the DJ thing for close to around eight years or something like that, and I always thought DJing was the shit and uh, making music was just so intimidating because there's so much to learn and like fuck that's like one of the biggest regrets in my life now because i had an opportunity to learn back in like 2012 how to make music on fruity loops i had a guy that was kind of willing to show me but i was like 19 at you know 20 at the time and just wanted to party and didn't really care for learning how to make new stuff i already knew how to dj so you know i just wanted to party and dj i had no interest on making music and fuck if i could go back in time like and I feel like I've I've almost got like as like as good as you're gonna get at mixing music like you're you're not gonna get any better really mm-hmm. like but you can always learn something new with producing is what I've found anyway like fuck I've learned so much stuff it's overload though man like like you said it takes a, it's not something you I learned how to DJ like how to mix music in probably like a week yeah it's, this you know I, to be like a really complex scratch DJ and stuff like that that takes years and years of that's a whole that's a whole other game i'm talking just like dubstep and stuff i have a whole different respect for vinyl djs and stuff like we had one play in the summer like where i played i'm like oh you're a real like that's a real dj in my eyes and and i'll say it to any guy that plays fucking vinyl you're a way better dj than i am like a real dj yeah it's a craft that you learn, but this is, you just press buttons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, just going from song A to song B without it sounding yeah, terrible. That's it, fucking it, child's it, play. I mean, like a lot of my mixes, like probably 80% of it, like I do double drops. Like even have like a triple or and shit in my next mix that I'm putting out. It's like, that's cool, but. 
Yeah. I just recently started DJing, kind of messing around on the four channels. I'd never really ever done that before. It was always two, but now that I can play on four, I've been messing around with that and trying to do like fucking quadruple drops and just with the two decks, it's like frustrating to do, honestly. I find like playing with the four channels. Do you you uh, way simpler mixing? But like I all of my friends now, like there's me and two of my buddies have this same controller. So whenever we get together and mix music, it's nice enough to bring it. But the next obvious progression would be CDJs with high and shell that kind of money out, man. Hold on. You ready to drop fucking 10 grand? <laughs> yeah, well, Reagan has two CDJs, right? And you can make like a four deck thing with this, but we never tried it out. We should have, but we never tried it out. But hopefully, one day once things get kicking off here, a good old affinity experience. I guess would I guess I could call him my managers, honestly. Like I have them in my bio. Like if I, anybody wants to book me, they would probably go through them to do it. Cool. And you know, once that all takes off, they can buy CDJs for <laughs> me to practice on. Yeah, dude. Just fucking yeah, fuck. They're gonna if we're gonna need them for events and stuff, and it's nice if they're always around. Yeah, of course. And it'd be nice to practice on four because if you well, I haven't obviously tried the three thousands, but those two thousand Nexus twos pretty slow to load tracks i've never played on them before no you never have you never used spencers before um i've never used them no that's when i was djing on my own gear he had that stuff but i've never used them at the time they're incredibly simple to use <laughs> i'm sure they are it's just i've ne- i didn't really want to fuck up so i didn't want to dive into new equipment that i've never no used to- totally i felt the same way when i when i played too that's why i just had that shitty little tiny yeah. two channel mixer yeah but now, like I find, like, yeah, they're pretty, they're so. I was intimidated by them, pretty mm-hmm. bad. But now they're simple. I find. Yeah, I just you I, don't. There's so many features that I will never use on them as well, though, right? Yeah, like you said, you know, uh, we're very simple DJs. We just go from song A to song B and press play and stop. That's it. Absolutely. As long as you're mixing, <laughs> you know, use your ear and make sure you're mixing shit in key, and you won't sound bad. Of course, yeah. Just make sure everything's queued up. But uh, speaking of queued up. Let's jump into your last tune here. I don't think I've ever heard this one before. Song. No, it's it's off that Subsidia compilation. Um, but okay. this, like Jessica Autofred, she's unreal, actually. She's got crazy dubstep tunes. And I only found out about it recently, actually, like when the Subsidia comp dropped and like this was on it and I checked out more of her music. And she's got a lot of really, really good tunes. But yeah, this is Jessica Autofred and this is Mindo. Let's check it out. chosen to defend the realm of earth if you are afraid to trust the fuck up that might have been the sickest drop i i opened this up my back to back that's what i was thinking it's yeah that's a perfect opener wild man I'm, I'm just gonna replay that hang on one sec sorry bass cast that was fucking <laughs> way too sick this is the first rewind the bass cast has ever had I finally begun. 
I'd fucking, I was not ready for that at all, man. That was so cool. Some people oh. might argue it sounds just like a pissed off elephant. And I agree. You're right. It does. But it also sounds fucking awesome. Man, I, like, like earlier I mentioned, like, um, like how me and my, my friend Zolly are going to join together and do be a bass music duo here soon. Um, I got one last tune here. This one is an older tune. I was scooting through the old school dubstep file and saw this one. And um, the song is called Asking Alexandria to the Stage, but it's a remix by Bear. And uh, if you don't know who Bear is, Bear used to make insanely heavy dubstep back in the day. Like arguably like he was the heavy dubstep guy along with Excision and Liquid Stranger, right? Like those guys kind of taken over for a bit. And then he went down this weird, he went down this weird route of like making trap music. And then I don't, I don't know if he makes music anymore. If he does, I haven't really checked it out, but there was definitely like uh, the era, like 2008 to 2013, 14, like bear was the fucking man, dude. He was an absolute monster. I seen him live in Calgary once. And it was to this day, still one of the heaviest shows I think I've ever been to on PK and everything. So it was just a fucking blast. And he ended his song or ended his set. Sorry with this song and i just remember it everyone going absolutely mental the whole time it uh starts out with drum step and then it goes into a heavy dubstep drop so check it out
sick ass tune. It's man. still sweet, man. This was from I think this was released back in 2012, maybe 2011, 2010. It's pretty it's a fairly old song. I love that old dubstep, man. That's just a classic. Yeah, dude. I remember, you know, it was really only Excision and a few of the other guys on Rotten Records at the time and uh Subhuman. Well, Bear was on Subhuman, I guess, but there weren't that many people at the time putting out music like that. It was just Bear and I was just the fucking biggest fan because that was the rowdiest shit back then. And I was always looking for the rowdiest shit. Like that's <laughs> still like mosh pit oh, music. I want to play that song live. I got to put that one in the new folder here. <laughs> yeah, you should send me that one. No, that's good. Yeah, for sure. I can definitely send it to you. Um, but yeah, that concludes all the songs here. I like to end these bass cast episodes now with a funny story. Do you have another memorable story of uh, just something legendary that you've seen at a rave once upon a time or a party or a bar or club? One of my friends, <laughs> this is a good story. One of my friends, Heath, uh, who will remain nameless, his name's Tyler. Um, he, f- he went to the monk show when it was like, uh, what the fuck was that night? The Envy, like in West Edmonton Mall there. Yep. And he went to the monk show and he thought that his name was Monix at first. And he like fucking met monks. <laughs> and he was calling him Monix all night. And then I guess he just got fed up at one point. He's like, it's fucking monks. <laughs> and then he just like stormed off on him. And he played like really soon after that. And like, probably was like, I'm never going to see this guy again. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Tyler. Like if he believes he is a person, like he can sweet talk his way into any situation. He convinced the security guy right by the stage that he was like a VIP or like on his like street team or some shit. <laughs> and oh he got God. up on the stage and he's like up there jamming with him. And all of my friends that were with him are like looking for him. Cause he's famous for just ditching people at raves or going on an adventure. Right. So they thought, oh, he's just off doing whatever. And then they just look up and he's up on the stage, like videotaping them <laughs> and shit. I guess he was just like not really too impressed after because the next day he posted, oh, I got to hang out with Monix and stuff like that. And he got a mention on his story, like people need to quit fucking calling me this. Like, I don't know how, like what, he, and I guess he just told him he didn't show him anything like to get on the stage. It's like, yeah, I'm on, like, I'm with him. And they're just like, okay. And just let him by like, no questions asked or anything. <laughs> like, like, Holy shit. Fuck. That's gold. Fuck. Yeah. Man. It's one of my favorite stories I've ever heard. Like it's <laughs> hilarious. Cause that would be the last thing I would want just to look over and see this kid up on the stage. That's yeah. been pissing you off all night. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's been badgering you all night. And then he figured out like, Five minutes after his name was Monks, like before he even told him that, but he just kept calling him Monix. Like he's just like, I'm gonna see how far I can take this. <laughs> just a shithead, eh? Oh, it's just classic, man. I love it. Okay, dude. Again, awesome, and, again, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thanks for being here. Um, I'll be sure to put your socials down and the links. Uh, so anybody that's interested in good heavy, good old fashioned headbanging dubstep, definitely check out Hunty's SoundCloud. And uh, yeah check out some of those mixes because they're all fucking monstrous. All right, dude. Take care.